Tall Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. I hope everyone's having a good week. It's trying to stay cool in some of this oppressive heat. Yeah, all of our friends down south are have hopefully survived. Uh, Ida, that's, yeah, that's her name. Yeah, that looked like a nasty monster of a storm. Oh there. yeah, I would not want to go through that. You're definitely in my thoughts up here. For sure. Today, Kyle is Kyle's taking did it, it taking it head on, man. I done did it. He has started digging into the Brotherhood of the Snake. I so have if indeed. we get disappeared, you know why. Yep. But before we get into that, we're gonna go through the business. Check it out at check us out at all our social medias: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, yeah, just check us out. Come and hang out. If you've got a paranormal encounter you'd like to share with us so we could feature on a uh, future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. In just a second, because I always forget the phone number. Technical difficulties. The phone number is going to be 618-556-0837. You can call that, leave a voicemail, you can text it. Uh, When we have interviews, you can call in and we'll have an interview on the spot. Uh... You can do it the old school way, write it out, record yourself, shoot it over in the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us on the socials, the website. I mean, there's so many different ways to contact us now. It's, it's hard to keep up at times. But we will get there. And then a couple of, you know, some of your stories, and it's no offense to anybody else, but some of your stories really stick out. And so when those ones stick happen, we're probably going to run them when we get them. Uh, it's not it's not a, a dish to anybody, but some of these are just we get so excited about them that we can't sit on them. We're like, okay, we got we got to get this out. We got to get this out. Yeah. So, some of them are like time time sensitive to things that are happening currently. That too. Everything gets taken into consideration. And then we try to also gauge it with the length of the show. You know. Yeah. Because some people send it's us a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we and we appreciate everybody who takes the time to send over their personal encounters. I know a lot of people really look forward to hearing the personal encounters, which we do as well. So thank you. We will get there. We promise. Absolutely. If you like to support the show, we got all different kinds of ways to do that: Patreon, Venmo. Um, that's all in the in the link trees and the show notes and stuff. You can send us weird shit at our PO box. Um, Tell yeah. all your weird friends about us. Share the show. We need to we need to expand the listener base as much as we can. Just keep sure. getting the weird, weird word out there. Another way you can support us that we appreciate greatly is leaving us a five star rating and review. You leave that leave us that, and I find it. I will gladly shout you out. Like I stated on last week's episode, um, anybody outside the United States, I have been not getting them on where I check them on the Apple podcast. So I'm going back through chartable and finding some of these. So I'm trying to make up for it on the ones that I missed out on. So we're going to do that for a little bit. Today's is brought to us by our friend, Mike LC 19 from great Britain. World's dopest podcast, five star love, love, love this podcast. Recently found you guys and have binged all your episodes the past few weeks while at work. Feels like hanging out with some mates, telling spooky stories. I love it and keep it up. Stay weird. You're both awesome. Michael from London. Michael, you're awesome. Absolutely. I, I, I just, <clears throat> it's so crazy to me that people I don't know, people I've never met, like, like we're connected. Oh, yeah, you know for I mean? sure. It just feels so, so dope. It just makes, it's cool to be human sometimes. Sometimes. <sighs> yeah. So, Michael, I hope everything's cool over there. Glad we can help you get through your work day. And thanks for taking the time to uh, shout us out. Yeah, we appreciate you. Pretty sick. Now we're going to go into our listener experience of the day. It's from our friend Tom. He says, this is the title. My friend's encounter, or my family's encounter with what we call the static man. This ought to be Awesome. Great. I'm excited already. This, so we're just going to go into it. This story talks about my family's run-in with what we call the static man. I got to begin with a little context. When I was in my early teens, my family was facing some tough adversities. My dad walked out on us, leaving my mom to take care of us three kids by herself. As you can probably imagine, we were really struggling financially. We quickly needed a place to live. While looking around, my mom found a century home about 100 miles away, in decent shape for a very good price. 
After visiting it one time, she gave away what little money we had left for a down payment. We lived pretty peacefully during the last month of summer, short of a few odd occurrences. School quickly started School quickly started attending a small town junior high in the deep south. I become friends with a couple kids. After a while, they asked me, are you the people that moved into the murder house? <laughs> Damn. That's a great question. These comments confused me, but they were serious, explaining that an old lady that was uh, deep into extreme voodoo practices murdered her ex-husband, her kids, and herself at my home. Well... As you may know, news like this travels fast in areas with absolutely nothing to go on. These comments absolutely shook me to my core when I went home. But I didn't want to tell my mom what I'd heard because she was already struggling enough with everything that was going on. But pretty quickly, the eagerness and joy of having a fresh start and a whole new home wore away and things got pretty bad. I remember my first major experience so vividly and clearly. I was 13 and it happened following my mom and dad's divorce and court trial. Everyone in the house was really struggling seeing my dad again with that situation. Really late in the night before bed, I was listening to my MP3 in a pretty somber mood, but I was wide awake and all of a sudden my headphones started to play a static sound, which made no sense. I was listening to downloaded MP3 files, but I began to feel a deep sheer fear. It was a different type of fear though. Only way I can explain it, it was like being around someone or something that absolutely hated my presence, if that makes any sense. As I sat in anxiety, looking around, I saw an outline of a human-shaped figure, and its hand, or its head, yeah, its hand, peeked around my door. As I yelled bloody hell, the figure backed away, pulling its head slowly back into the hall. My mom turned on the hall light, and it was no longer there. I'm assuming that they meant its head peeked around the door. Right. The second major occurrence happened to my sister, age 14. So this one is told by her. Following the death of my uncle, who was a very important figure to us, my sister, listening to her radio around as she was falling, or or, listens to her radio as she was falling asleep. She was really basic and only listened to pop pop one-hit wonder music. The second she began to nod off, her radio became static. She was startled and woke up. From what she described, a black human-shaped figure crawled on her floor in a spider-like way and from her floor out into the hall. My mom was a very religious person, so after hearing these stories, she got her home blessed. Things would be quiet for a little while, but they would seem to come back again and again. My sister eventually threw out her radio from her room after it went static and hearing a deeper voice chuckle through it. More of these occurrences would further my mother's beliefs when she experienced a lot of oddities. As well, my six-year-old cousin was telling us about things happening to her when she visited the house, and she hadn't heard any stories about what was going on. I could tell more about another time if you wanted, but the house was torn and burnt down after many families were moving in and out of it basically every year. I just really wish I could have been there to (laughs) piss on the ashes of the burnt house when it was cleared from the land because it really fucked with us for a long time during our really hard times. Anyway, I love your guys' show. It's my absolute go-to. Appreciate you for appreciate you for letting me and people like me tell our stories when many others who haven't had experienced oddities would otherwise roll their eyes at us. Cheers. Tom, first off, we love being that platform. That's what we're here for. It's what we started the show for. We, yeah, we want to give you guys a spot where you can come and you can get this stuff off of your chest, share it with like-minded people. That is our main goal. Um... To your story, there is so much that could be at the root of what is going on here. You you stated multiple times that you like you, your siblings, and your mom, and your whole your family as a whole was in such a vulnerable spot that that's that's sometimes attributed to just kind of opening up a gateway for negative beings and negative shit to get into your life. Yep. So it's almost like all of these occurrences played into this perfect storm of having you guys set up for this. Like you're already you're already vulnerable. You move into this house that has a horrible history of murder and suicide and voodoo practices and it's almost it's 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 bizarre man. It's it's almost like maybe the house drew you in. You know, maybe you were like the perf- like maybe you were like the the, the perfect victim to s- something negative, like you, your mom, and your siblings. This house just kind of called out to you, and you guys answered it, and then you had to deal with 
all this crazy stuff, man. It's it's the radio thing is terrifying. Now, like her radio went static, and then she saw a dark figure spider crawling across the bottom of of the floor there. Fuck that. It's creepy. No, I'm not about that. I would have freaked out. I always ask this. After you guys moved out, did anything weird continue happening? Does it feel like it's like geographically located like it's geographically tied to that house meaning like if you after you moved out did any any of this weird shit keep going on because that makes me wonder if it was attached to you or attached to the property right i I feel like per verbiage he made it sound like it was this house yeah. because he did say i'd go back and piss on it. <laughs> I, I, I like the, I like the, Which, uh, the I energy mean, i like the attitude yeah for sure uh yeah and hope i hope that it was just tied to the house and I don't, I don't know anything about uh, voodoo or any of that. No, same. To even touch on that, so I don't know if that could have to do with it. I'm sure people getting murdered in the house did not help things. Right. I'm not sure. Not to mention the voodoo practice. Yeah, and I'm sure your emotional state at the time, like I said, kind of left you an open target. Oh as, yeah, it's like it's like pouring gas shit. on the fire. Yeah, just opens opens the door for these negative entities to kind of move in. Really. Yeah, for sure. But I hope things are better. I hope, uh, hope you didn't Same. have to deal with this for very long. Hope you and your family and your mom and your siblings and everybody are doing good. And we appreciate you dog. A lot. Thank you. And like Steve said, I hope that everything is smooth sailing for you now and your family. Yep. And we, like I said, we want to be, we want to be that platform for you guys to come out here and get your stories out. Yep. If nothing Absolutely. else, if nothing else happens with this podcast, if one person can be like, you know what, my life is a little more chill because I got to get my story out there, then we've done what we needed to do. Yep, I 100% agree. So with that being said, we are going to probably get ourselves disappeared by diving into the Brotherhood of the Snake. That would be my fault. Here <clears throat> we go. Yep. I was uh, debating on what to write. I was going to write about some uh, occult disasters again, but I'm like, man, I'm just not vibing this tonight. And then I'm like, <laughs> like you know what I am vibing? Brotherhood of the Snake. I literally sat there, looked at my computer, and I go, yep, it's going to happen. Here we go. And so I just started diving full throttle in it. Um, Great. It's probably going to be a couple-parter. And the good thing about it is that it kind of like, from what I can find, it's like additions to the story. So it's like, it's not one giant story in all chronological order. So it's kind of nice. It can be a little bit scattered. Because I do have a lot of questions about where they currently are and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, here's what I found so far. And I, now keep in mind, I had a day to look into it because life's been crazy. But apparently in 2680 BC there was a person slash entity because the way that it entity. Yes. Well, I love it because a lot of it, this is stems way, obviously 26 80 stems way back in time. Um, there are, there are Babylon connections with it, Atlantis connections with it and a lot of Egyptian connections, but apparently some of the main characters of the story are actually Anunnaki. Oh. Yeah, so hmm. that's why I say this entity, you know, in 2680 BC, there was an entity by the name of Prince Inky, E-N-K-I. That sounds Inky to me. Right. Yeah, I don't really know how to pronounce it, but either way, that's my go at it. He founded the Brotherhood of the Snake, and so apparently the main purpose of this brotherhood was to teach people in advanced spiritual knowledge because apparently there was a time when the human race was legitimately a slave race. And they were even, I don't know if they were designed or modified, but they could not reproduce on their own. They had to basically get the okay, I I would imagine. But this prince... 
Inky says, you know what? I'm going to teach these guys about uh, all this this knowledge that they can use to unlock their lives and better their lives because unbeknownst to humanity, they the hum, humans are a spiritual being. And I, I'm, I'm assuming this was all suppressed at the time. So this prince, he, he creates a school. They called them mystery schools. This was apparently erected by Pharaoh Chopes, <laughs> in 2680 BC. Now, the teachings were a step-by-step process for the students, meaning they had to they had to complete this step/task in order to continue on to the next one. They couldn't, you know, it wasn't like like how we are in high school where it's like, you know what? I really wasn't that good at algebra. I did just enough. But I'm gonna go ahead and move on to algebra two. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in this one, it's like, no, you've got to master this step before you can continue on because it's all stacks on top of each other. So the students were required to take an oath of secrecy, never to reveal the teachings to anyone who had not graduated to that level, which I find interesting because you, you read that statement prior and you you're like, okay, wait a minute. You're you're gonna you want to teach humanity about these spiritual teachings, yet you're you're gonna make them swear an oath of secrecy. But that sentence evolves to, hey, you can't you can't tell the newbie about all these pro these steps up here. You know that they, they have to take that journey on their own. They have to complete the process to get to where you're at. That makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Because and maybe. In this spiritual context, maybe there are repercussions for uh, skipping around, so to speak. You know, skipping this step onto the, the next step. There could be consequences of that. That makes sense. Um, now, the prince, he was apparently a decent being. He intended to help the human race. All of the intentions that I have found currently were pure. Um, per the Mesopotamian text... Aniki was banished to Earth by another Anunnaki faction. His name, you know, at this time, I, I'm assuming that the other Anunnaki beings found out he was educating people on spirituality and teaching them to understand the abilities and the, I guess, the mysticism behind it and the things that they can do to better their life. So what they decided to do was basically, all right, bitch, you're going to go against us. We're going to go ahead and we're going to banish you to Earth. Damn, that sucks. We're also <laughs> going to start dragging your name through the mud. So his name at one time, like I guess his, well, his title was Prince of Earth. Now, ironically enough, they decided to change the title on him and start spreading this across the world to Prince of Darkness. Among others were Satan, Devil, Evil Incarnate, Monarch of Hell, Lord of Vermin, Prince of Liars, and so on. Basically anything that you can think of related to the devil. Um, now, the OG Brotherhood of the Snake basically ended up failing. They were completely overrun by certain sections of the Anunnaki and... I've also found a couple instances where they were infiltrated by a reptilian race to help aid in corrupting the teachings. Because, yeah, I think if, if this is all true and the humanity was that of a slave world, there are going to be faction. And we've we've heard so many great things about the, the reptilians. You know, everything we've heard about them, they, they would rather us be a slave, slave race. Labor, yeah than anything so they took this as an opportunity to you know what here's what we're gonna do we're, we're gonna spin this like he was doing he did us a favor so now what we're gonna do is we are going to basically not o- not only are they enslaved but we're gonna enslave their minds and so what they started to do oh wait 
the the Anunnaki they wanted to keep humans enslaved and under control. So this could be spun a few different ways, but this got my mind thinking. Now, if Aniki was rumored to be a good being and was trying to save humanity, but they slandered him and they gave him the name Lucifer, which can translate to the bringer of light, knowledge. Once again, uh, Aniki established the Brother of the Snake to bring godly knowledge and complete the transformation of our souls. We also read that the Brotherhood of the Snake was responsible for creating all the secret, si secret societies, even modern religions, which me and Steve have read together. It didn't quite elaborate on that at the time, but this kind of really... I know it's a touchy subject when you start bringing religion into the into the mix, but and I'm not saying that this is the exact path, but cards start to kind of fall in place in my brain where I'm kind of like, "Fuck, maybe there is something to this." So, you know, we we hear that the Brotherhood created all the secret societies known today. You know, they also started to create religions. What if, and, and like I said, once again, I'm not saying this is the correct path, but this is the way my brain was going at the time. What if this is all true? What if Aniki was trying to enlighten all of us to make us more than what we are? What if he was actually a good being? So that, that would essentially translate to that what we perceive as the negative force in life is actually the opposite. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that there isn't a good and an evil being out there, but who's to say somebody hasn't spun the narrative? Flip-flopped. Right. It's it's totally possible. <laughs> it is. It's totally possible. When your brain starts thinking about it, you're like, oh, shit. Right. And it gets even, it gets even crazier. So, Cause, go yeah, ahead. That's so that's so wild. It is. It says that the brotherhood, like you, like you said, Cree, basically split off into all of your secret societies: yep. your Rosicrucians, your Knights of Templar, yep. your Freemasons, your Illuminati. Were all basically just trickle down offshoots yep. of whatever this brotherhood of the snake was. Yeah, and it's kind of brilliant if you think about it in a, in the context because. If you think about it like that, like I can remember Bob Lazar's story, right? When he's working on UFO technology. And so you would have different sections of the base and Bob and his team would work on this pillar. And they only knew about this pillar. Their mission and goal was to learn as much as they can about this pillar and unlock its mysteries. All the while, this guy over here is working on this control panel. He doesn't know what Bob's doing and Bob doesn't know what he's doing. But there's a, an entity above them that knows what both of them are doing. And these two separate teams are figuring out two separate puzzle pieces that the guy at the top is going to then put together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that whole like confinement yeah, like strategy yeah. that in the end it only allows certain – because people can't talk about what they don't know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they don't know the, the, the puzzle pieces that are coming into play – they can't spread anything about it. They exactly. only know what they're, they're, just, they're working just, on. They're yeah, they're cogs in a wheel that they don't know exists. Exactly. Spokes in a wheel that they Which, don't know exists. From if you look in at a certain angle, that's almost what these different to a degree, it's almost what these different factions of secret societies are. They all work in, in they all work for like basically the same thing. It's just they don't quite realize it. Yeah. Right? Because you hear a lot about yeah, yeah, yeah. how the Freemasons <clears throat> Freemasons graduate to the Illuminati, you know, once you get past the 33rd degree. But that's not necessarily the case because there are people who that claim that the Freemasons are actually above the Illuminati. So there's all these different, and then there are people that are in Freemasonry that know nothing about 33rd degree and higher. Like there's these people, a lot of these people are good people that are in the Freemasons, right? It's just that it is possible that people in the upper echelons are not so good. It's highly possible. It doesn't mean that everybody's not good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> people be in there not knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah, because they're not part of that inner circle. They're not part of the end game plan. 
yeah i'm i'm just kind of looking into this as we go because last time we looked into it it is like your house got bugged and all that weird shit right um it goes it goes even beyond the uh, whatever it was 2600 bc oh yeah they said it's it's linked like six thousand years ago yeah into sumerian text and ancient mesopotamia and all this crazy babylon this this is this is like old world shit yeah for sure and and for me, like I, I almost thought about bringing Kyle and Kenneth on board to help because Kyle dabbles a little bit more in the religious context than I do. And some of these old analogies and old phrases and stuff can be hard for my brain to, to compute. It's almost like I need to dumb down a little bit, you know? So I'm, I'm thinking about bringing some people on board to help. Um, but anyways, there was a pharaoh named... I'm going to have a really hard time saying this. A Kenetan, A-K-H-E-N-A-T-E-N. I'm just going to call him Ak. There's a pharaoh named Ak. He, at this, apparently he ends up relocating the main brotherhood temple to the city of El Amarna. Here, the corruption and spiritual knowledge continued. They started to transform all the teachings, which this, this makes sense. They started to transform the teachings, which I would assume would be like if you imagine uh, the Bible. Let's just pretend the Bible is a giant uh, book of of these spiritual teachings. Well, what these people started to do is they started to create symbols instead of like words to make it harder for people to understand and unlock these things. Hieroglyphics. Exactly which there are giant ties to Egypt when it comes to the brotherhood. You know, like I said, they, they basically more or less created a secret code to make it unattainable for everybody. But you can imagine where that goes from here. Now, there are obviously people that were allowed to learn this, but they were more of the elite quote unquote of people. They were, uh, your high priests and stuff like that. And even more so, what is kind of crazy is that they started to send out um, brotherhood missionaries all over the civilized world to start creating more and more temples. From here, it also gets a little interesting. Uh, they started to push because I guess, well, we all know in like Egypt time, they had multiple gods. And apparently, these multiple gods were actually Anunnaki. All of them ended up being Anunnakian. And... What ends up happening is that they smear that and they start pushing, well, they quote unquote smear it, and they start pushing a one one God agenda. According to you know what I've researched is that this was to enforce human obedience and to main, maintain control over us. It doesn't really... Hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots. And their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Elaborate on how that process works. So I can't I can't really elaborate too much on that. But maybe it just gave everybody a general focus point, right? Like, no... There is one God, and these are his teachings, and these this is what I must follow. Whereas, I guess, if you had multiple gods, each God is going to have its own uh, like list of rules, so to speak, right? Where, you know, somebody could be like, well, Kyle, you know, uh, Thor says this. And I'm like, yeah, but Ares says this, motherfucker. Like, I don't have yeah, to follow yeah, yeah. Thor. So maybe that that's kind of like a little bit of the mentality behind going to a one God situation. Um, another way to attempt control, which this is fucking bizarre. They start creating conditions like never ending conflict among us. They promote spiritual decay. They've also created conditions that basically make survival an all-consuming chore, which makes sense. In today's world, I, I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel like all I do is work, 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 work. And <laughs> what uh, what do you have to show for? <clears throat> pay bills. And then in, in blue-collar society, most of us are working until at least 70, 80 years old if we make it that far, right? And then to go back to never-ending conflict, you pick your topic. Pick your topic. Yeah. They've got us divided in so many different directions right now. Like, it, it ain't just left and right and green and purple. Now there's subcategories to every single one of those, and it just, the divide gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, man, like, it, it does kind of to weigh on your brain a little bit. And you know, uh, one of my elemental notes here is, you know, I can literally remember making five fifteen an hour starting out and thinking, man, if I could just get to a $10 an hour job, I got it made, right? And then you, you, you get to your $10 an hour job and you're like, fuck, I'm really not that much better than where I was at five. I mean, I'm a little bit more better, but... They actually take more money from me too. And then, you know, it just keep adding on top of that. It kind of ends up with the same uh, process. But I was also thinking, oh, I was, I was talking to my dad just over the weekend. And I also, I, I don't understand uh, people's mentality anymore. I don't, I don't understand why everybody is constantly on this whole like me, me, me grind. Uh, I'd rather fuck the next guy because you feel like you deserve something. Like, I just feel like in today's world, especially people's mentalities have shifted so much. And I, I do find it very curious. Uh, Cause like the way me and Steve are, we're pretty laid back guys and we, we genuinely want to help everybody as much as we can. <clears throat> so like I read, I, I'm reading on this, this whole like creating conflict and, just these these pillars they designed and it, it makes fucking sense. It really does. I, I, it just kind of blows my mind how much it makes sense. It, it just it's scary. But uh, like Steve pointed out, you know the Brotherhood broke off into branches: the Freemason, Rosicrucian, Knight Templar, Order of Templi Orientis, Knights of Malta. I mean, you name it, and it basically has ties to the original brotherhood. I also read stuff about how, and we, we've we've talked about it countless fucking times, how, like, like I'm, I'm a project man again. 
mannequin is a great example how they had the two warring factions inside it. Like there's the the whole good and evil. Like it just seems like that that mantra just follows all of this. Like there's yeah. always these this yin and yang type situation, this dark and light. And I know that parts of the research branches off into that, whether I get into it or not, I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, the, the claim goes on that all of these societies that ends up breaking off of the brotherhood, they all know that we are spiritual beings, which inherently makes us immortal. As noted prior, the Illuminati was spawned from the brotherhood and these are it's a pretty interesting chronicle a short chronicle of some of the illuminati here uh we've talked about how adam weissup it's not clear that he absolutely started the illuminati but he started to take credit for the illuminati well adam he, he came up with basically a one world government plan, like the, basically the global takeover. And I found out that apparently Adam Weissup was sponsored by the Rothschilds, which you hear that a lot. Weird. Yeah. You hear that a lot in the global control, uh, chatter. Uh, like I said, he created a plan for world domination using a one world government and a new world order. All of this was written in something called the protocols of the elders of Zion. Weissup, I'm assuming Weissup was a very prideful and uh, chatty individual because a lot of people theorize that he ends up being killed by his Mason brothers, basically for not being able to keep his mouth shut. But his plan survived. They kept they kept his plan, and apparently, it's now currently being carried out by the Rothschilds with help from the Rockefellers. There was a Cecil Rhodes. He tried apparently to complete the plan using the British empire. Something that is interesting was that Rhodes created a group known as the round table, of course, named after King Arthur's round table. This was apparently a place where the brotherhood elite are still gathering to this day. So if you ever hear anything about the round table, you might perk your ears a little bit because I haven't, I haven't officially heard anything of an actual round table existing outside of King Arthur. But I just found that little snippet pretty interesting. It's pretty crazy how, like I was saying earlier, they, they just compartmentalize these groups to work within itself. There was also claims that apparently World War One and World War Two were both attempts to take over the planet. But both of them have failed. Now, but what did come from these wars was the UN, United Nations, which apparently is a front for the Illuminati. The Illuminati are the string pullers to the United Nations, which... That's not that far-fetched. Not really, because a lot of times, like, you talk, you, you hear people talk about here in the United States about uh, a martial law situation or some, some type of equal event to that, and everybody kind of looks at the UN. Like, they're going to be the ones that come over and police us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole situation. So it would be a powerful finger of the Illuminati if they did actually run the United Nations. Which, like you said, is not that far fetched. No, I've I found a ton of uh, book sites, like citing people citing books. Yeah, and this is from uh, the Serpent Grail. It says, according to Jan Van Helsing, a prolific author on all things associated with secret societies, the term Illuminati came into common usage in the 14th century Germany, where it was applied to the high initiates of the Brotherhood of the Snake. So that's where that started, apparently. There, there is so much information on this that it's hard to, Bro, to I, sift through. Like there, there are links. I've been, to, I've been kind of silent because I'm just reading through, and I don't even know. It's hard to where to start. Yeah, it's hard. I just started diving. Uh, I found one that I want to go back on, and I 
current well my stupid browser cut everything out so now i got to refine everything but there was talk of nimrod and all these other followers <clears throat> i found a really interesting one about egypt and it's not <coughs> excuse me it's not uncommon that I mean, well a lot of us know that the pyramids were built on ley lines right well according to this research that i had found was that the pyramids were not tombs they were not what a lot of people say they are we've also heard that they do harness energy but they built them on the ley lines for a reason and apparently which is very interesting sarcophaguses were not basically caskets that's not what they were intended to be what they were intended to be was essentially a deprivation tank so what would end up happening is they would put these people in these sarcophaguses and they would, I don't know how they figured this shit out, but they would somehow lower these people into the ground or wherever they lowered them to, to allow the energy from the ley lines to pass right through them. That's. And then they said that sometimes what would end up happening is that the people would not come back from this. Cause I, I'm assuming you would astral project or you would go somewhere else because they said sometimes these be, these people did not come back. What? And this, this, this would be like that, that bit of information would be kind of like in the teachings in these mystic, mystic school, mystery schools or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, which is just, mind-boggling well to start dude i don't even i don't even know like i'm just looking through one page of information and in uh sightings from these books and i am like what yeah and then the there was talk that uh a lot of the anunnaki came here because planet nibiru or planet x whatever you want to call it started to lose its uh atmosphere that was the whole reason that drove them here so this this Ak dude, Akhenaten, mm -hmm. says this is a site from the Irish Origins of Civilization, Volume Two. Akhenaten not only brought political havoc to his country, he brought theological havoc to the world of religious ideas as well. He and the Brotherhood of the Snake did not worship light in the manner that the Druids did. Their understanding of the sun and of light was not akin to that that we possess today. Judeo-Christianity is the child of Atonism and is controlled by those elites involved in the worship of what might be referred to as the dark side of the sun. Mm -hmm. Another word for this kind of worship is Luciferianism. Lucifer is the god is a god of light, or rather, the dark side of the light. I remember reading that, and then per what I said earlier about how they drug the guy's name through the mud, this, that, and the other, like, and then I read that. I remember specifically reading about the dark side of the sun and what have you, but that really started to confuse my brain. Yeah. Atonism. This is from a Facebook post. I don't know if this is true or not because it's Facebook, so probably not. Atonism is simply a condition of being at one with nature and others while reconciling oneself with all of your offenses in such a way as to become consistently balanced in all of your dealings, therefore making good people better. Okay. I thought Aitonism came from a being named Aiton. It came from Ack. Or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, Ack and Aiton. Dude, there's so... Dude, there I, is a lot. And I need to get this book, this I, The Irish Origins of Civilization, Volume 2. Like, I don't even, I don't even know. Well, I want to I look more into... Um, finding examples of symbols i know obviously the all-seeing eyes one you know they would have masked uh but i'm curious as of these other symbols and i'm also which would be even more curious because if you if we could figure out some of these symbols how like i guarantee you that we see those symbols in everyday life yeah the dragon was the emblem of the dragon court of Egypt. Yeah, Brotherhood this is another of the Snake, one. headed by the Hy Hykos, Hyksos pharaohs, 
and later by the renegade Akhenaten, also known as Moses. Yep. This... That's what I was saying. This gets into like a whole biblical thing that I'm probably going to need some help with. It. <laughs> this so-called dragon bloodline still exists. It was preserved in the Mervonian, Carolignan, Planetignan, Tudor, Stuart, Habsburg, Savoy, Battenberg, uh, Windsor dynasties, as well as others. So there is a dragon bloodline that has been pushed down. God, from... and I could be I could be so wrong on this one, but I I almost think that could be related to Jesus's bloodline, quote unquote. The dragon court can also be named the Brotherhood of the Snake. This is from the book. This is also from the Irish Origins of Civilization. The dragon court can also be named the Brotherhood of the Snake. This term denoted the bloodline that existed from the time of the pre-Diluvian civilizations of Atlantis and Lemuria. At the time, human DNA was crossed genetically with that of alien visitors from other worlds. Those referred to in the scriptures and myths as the Anunnaki, the Nephilims, the Son of God, or the Fallen Angels. The hybrid created from these transgenic experiments may be referred to as Homo Atlantis and also the Son of the Serpent. From this first race of Adams, quote-unquote, all races of the world have been begotten. Some humans cleave to the alien strain, while some to the original human strain. From the Atlantean strain, the kings of the world have been chosen and carefully recorded genealogies ensure that only the appropriately endowed individuals rule from the thrones of the world. The dragon bloodline has conflicts within their own ranks as well as adversaries from without. Nevertheless, they have maintained their homogeny and privilege throughout the centuries. Some investigators track this bloodline all the way back to Cain, the elder brother of Abel, and the son of Adam and Eve. Yeah, I know. I've heard about the dragon bloodline before, uh, and we've also heard that bloodlines are huge in the Illuminati. Like, it's a big deal, these sacred bloodlines. Which, imagine finding that book, a damn, basically, genealogy of all these ancient individuals whether they're beings or humans or whatever the fuck they are but like just imagine finding that and then it like links it all the way back to atlantis like atlantis is legit it's a hundred percent real yeah and um, these bloodlines stem from that dude i don't even i don't even know someone's this is so fucking crazy more than anything drugs have been used by the brotherhood throughout the history to destroy societies so they can be easily taken over Which, I mean, is pretty par for the course. Yeah. I just heard something on another great podcast. They kind of stick to a little bit of current time topics, but it's called The Propaganda Report. Really, really good uh, host. I really enjoy it. But they were talking about uh, the Grateful Dead era and how acid was introduced to people to help keep them unfocused from all the the current shit that was going on all the time. So it kind of falls right in par with what you were just saying, yeah. that they were using acid to basically get people to, to not be able to focus on all the anti-war and, and all that bullshit. The complication uh, in the Brotherhood in general is the feuding that goes on between competing factions operating beneath the same overall leadership. This upper hierarchy can quickly bring factions into line when the fighting threatens the overall agenda on which all sides agree. Control of the world. I could totally believe which that. Is what you, which is what you said. Like yeah, they're, I all, could totally... they're all cogs under the same, yeah. Yeah, the same wheel. And then not to mention, uh, you know, you, you could look at that as, as different tribes of a nation. You know what I mean? And then there's that outside force that would come in, and but you have the one... There's always, there's almost always going to be that one head, the one chief, that's going to go. All right, assholes, it's time to fall in line and get the job done. I don't care about your little petty feuds. Yeah, the Brotherhood name organizations, the Brotherhood names organizations in a way that leads people to believe their aim is the opposite of what they really are there to do. For instance, if you want to run drugs without being suspected, do it through an anti-drug agency. If you want to destroy land and kill wildlife, do it through the Wildlife Protection Agency. If you want to run a satanic ring, do it through the Christian church. I mean, it's not dumb. No. 
it's not dumb at all. I don't know. Like, like I said, it sounds it's, it's it sounds like crazy, but every every wild theory wrapped into just one tied to this. Could you imagine if that into that that organization is a hundred percent legit? Which would mean that they are literally in all facets of life, everything. They they basically run the show. Do yeah, it agree? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they still, it all they, links back to. They still have to that. manipulate enough, man, manipulate us enough, because we almost have to, to willfully, let them control us. You know what I mean? Like, we have to willfully go. Okay, yes, control us in a nutshell. Because if we found out that somebody was pulling the strings and we had a face to that. Well, the masses would know where to turn. Yeah. But if they keep the smoke screens up, uh, to keep us distracted with each other, we'll never, we'll never be on the same page, and they'll run us however they want to run us. It's so weird. I don't even... I can't even... Like, look, they're tying it to the Cold War, Mafia... Whatever, th- whatever else you had pulled up there. That was just the top 100 conspiracy theories. Oh, I thought that was all tied. <laughs> no. I'm like, <laughs> it, oh, I mean, it, prob- it probably is, but right. I don't know. I was just clicking on these links from this shady-ass website I'm on. That's cool. Because that's what I do. I do remember that's looking at this website, bombed. too. So That's right when we got email bombed is when I signed up for this website. I so. remember. I'm not going to cite this website because it's not that great. So... Well, last time we signed up to get into the forums, we started getting 275 yeah, emails a day from a bunch of scam bullshit. Yeah. So I'm just going to browse as a uh, guest for right now. But uh, that's basically all I have currently. Dude, uh, I, how do you even chronologically throw this together? You can't. You can only just give snippets at a time. That's literally it. Because look at that. They tried mapping that out, and it's not looking good. No. It looks like. A third grader did it. The Order of the Illuminati, the House of the Rothschilds, the Council of the Thirteen, League of Just Men, Foundation International Committee for Equality. Dude, it's weird. I don't know. It's too much for me to handle. I don't know. It's a pretty bizarre list of events. And there, like I said, there is a shitload of information on it. And then it's hard to even wild theories. Yeah, you can't. You can't even. I don't even think you can approach it as a timeline event. You can't do it. These are just like I'm just looking at the quotes from books and literature, and I'm just like, what? Behind the Masonic Lodge hides the same Brotherhood of the Snake or the Cult of Aten that created Christianity and its many denominations. That established the Vatican, set up its popes, bishops, and priests in place. The same organization established the Illuminati. Rosicrucians and the Knights of Templar that in turn control the world's myriad of secret societies, fraternities, and charities. Let us not doubt why it is that per me res regnant, which translates to through me, king's reign, is a chief Masonic motto. Let us not doubt what historical person Masons have enthroned at the top of their Egyptian pyramid. This, I don't know. Like, even think about if it. If that order actually stems back as far as they say it does, it's not that hard to believe that they have acquired that much power throughout all this time. No. Various Masonic lodges are dependent upon the patronage of the descendants of Atenus. The great royal dynasties of Europe, Habsburg, Guise, Stuart, Savoy, Battenberg, and so on. Senior members of these houses were and still are either biologically or ideologically descendants of Akhenatans, Akhenatans, cult of Aten, also the Brotherhood of the Snake. Their symbolism betrays this if nothing else does. In the case of the name Merovinian, we might again note that the syllable Mer meant pyramid and also high ones. In regards to the name Capitan, Capitation, Capitan, I don't know, we see that the word is similar to Cap and also Captain, which again, or connotates chief or leader. The Capitans were also known as big heads. Which kind of makes me think of gray aliens, yeah. but I don't know how that's tied in. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, dude, it's a lot. Though. It's a lot. And I sit here and just bang my head off the keyboard. I think from what you were just reading was the webs. There was a website that went into a lot more detail of that whole situation. <laughs> and then it also went into Nimrod and all this other biblical talk that I'm not ultra familiar with. Yeah. But I want to find it and, and talk about it because I do feel like it plays to the story of some of the mentality and process behind the brotherhood of the snake. I mean, there's not, there's a lot out there, but there's also, no, there's a lot out there, but it's kind of hard to sift through everything. Cause like I said, when I Googled it, all it popped up was a band fucking Testament. And then their album called brotherhood of the snake. (laughs) Sick. So I'm like, well, this is, this is getting far. But uh, I tried find I tried finding that one that we we uh, we stumbled on that time where it said something about uh, mermaids and Bigfoot and tie being tied to the Brotherhood. I believe could be hundred percent wrong, but I almost remember that somehow they were tied in or some bloodline or I don't know, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Bro, I don't because, like I said, when we first looked at it, and then we we're like, "Nope, we're gonna do this some other time because this is gonna be a really big, big dive." But it's there's so many like there's so many paths to take. Like this almost this almost ties into like Third Reich mentality here. The most preferred candidates for programming are fittingly blonde-haired, blue-eyed Caucasians who are not physically defective in any way. Brotherhood bloodlines are not only those which carry the names of classic bloodline families. The Brotherhood also uses breeders, women who give birth to their unofficial children. Okay. They use they use brooder families where women bear Brotherhood children or rear children from the time they are babies who are connected to classic bloodline families, although there appears to be no relationship. Children are swapped sent to foster parents or mothers suddenly give birth when no one even knew they were pregnant, which, of course, they weren't in the first place. This allows Brotherhood bloodline members to be placed in positions of power in politics, banking, business, the media, the military, without there being any outcry from the public that the same families are all in the positions of control. (laughs) Interesting. That's kind of fucked up to think about. Like if they figure if if they're real dude they know. figured it out. I don't even know. Like their level of thinking is way the fuck up here. Yeah, dude. And they, mine is not. And they like, basically like, hey, thought of everything. The the pr- Prince Harry is getting ready to have a baby, you know, and everybody's like, "Oh, cool, cool." Yeah. And it might not even be knows? his baby. No, he could just be a surrogate raiding, raising the next fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 100% possible. I don't know, dog. It, it's I, a big topic, man. I know, I know that I'll I revisit it. I was not it. ready to dive into this. We okay. This we're just we're just opening the door for this today. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it's gonna be a back to back to back situation. It's gonna be when I have time to sit down and dig a bunch of shit up. So yeah, basically, or Steve. Basically, all your secret societies. Stem from this, apparently, apparently. From, from what this theory says. So, yeah. anybody wants to dive into this, do so at your own risk, but let us know. Come over to the Discord. Oh, I'm going to open a page right now, Brotherhood of the Snake, and we're going to get into it. Oh, that means it's going to get weird. So, if everybody on Discord starts contributing, it's going to get weird. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're going to wrap her up there. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out and opening this can of worms but until we meet again stay weird stay safe and here we go (laughs)